Michael Guilford was in a hurry. He was meeting his girlfriend Melissa at their favorite Thai restaurant for dinner, and he was already running late when he rushed to the automatic teller machine in the lobby of his bank. He quickly stuck his card into the slot, punched in his four-digit code, and selected the $40 quick cash option. He tapped his fingers impatiently on the machine as he waited for the money to appear. But instead of the familiar sound of $20 bills being shuffled electronically, he heard a short series of clicks before the machine spit out his card and a slip of paper. Insufficient funds. You've got to be kidding, Michael muttered to himself. That can't possibly be right. My paycheck was just deposited a few days ago. Putting his card forcefully back into the ATM, he repeated the process, this time asking for just $20. The result was the same. Now what? With a sick feeling in the pit of his stomach, he pulled out his cell phone and called the first number on his speed dial. Melissa answered after two rings, and Michael sputtered out a clumsy story about having to work late. Couldn't make it for dinner. So sorry. He'd make it up to her tomorrow. He felt like scum lying to her. But there was no way he could face her right now. She would probably be understanding, like she always was, but that would just make him feel worse. Michael walked to the parking garage adjacent to his office building, took the elevator to the fourth level, and headed to his assigned space. As he walked, he checked his wallet. Four dollars. Thank God he had a monthly parking pass. With the high price of parking in downtown Chicago, the attendant would have laughed at his meager four dollars. As he drove home, Michael kept a nervous eye on the gas gauge, which showed that the tank was dangerously close to being empty. He let out an audible sigh of relief when he pulled into the garage at his condominium. Thanks to the unusually light traffic, he'd made it, but he'd need gas in the morning. Either that, or walk seven blocks to the nearest L station, and the way his luck was running, there would be a driving rainstorm. Tossing the day's mail onto the kitchen table, Michael noticed that the top envelope bore his bank's return address. He opened it to find a form letter admonishing him that his account was overdrawn by $125.57. The letter politely instructed him to deposit funds immediately to cover the amount, and mentioned that he'd been charged a $50 overdraft fee and $5 per day until the account was in the black again. Pleasure doing business with you, he said bitterly as he wadded up the letter and angrily stuffed it into the trash can. His answering machine was blinking with more bad news. His MasterCard bill was late again, and a recorded message sternly asked him to call an 800 number to discuss the matter. He hit the delete button without writing down the number. Michael went into the second bedroom that served as his home office and booted up his computer. Might as well face it, he thought as he logged onto his bank's website and accessed his account. There it was. The record of his recent transactions clearly showed that he was, in fact, broke. Glancing through the list, the sick feeling returned as he watched his most recent paycheck gradually disappear in a matter of four days. His eyes raked down the screen as he forced himself to study his transactions for the past month. There was the automatic draw for the mortgage on the condo, a number of cash withdrawals, and a lengthy list of point-of-purchase transactions. Restaurants, clothing stores, the coffee shop in his office building, the list went on and on. No question about it. No one had siphoned money from his account or stolen his identity. He'd made this mess all by himself. Instead of enjoying a spicy chicken curry and a bottle of wine with Melissa, 
Michael made a peanut butter sandwich and returned to his desk. Maybe it was time to figure out just how much financial trouble he was in. He reached for his calculator, then opened the bottom drawer of the desk and pulled out the stack of bills and bank statements he'd been dropping in there. Many of the envelopes hadn't even been opened.